Welcome to the The Generation Podcast, an audio resource dedicated to a generation of young people who are committed to total surrender to God and total dependence on His power to reach the world with the gospel of Christ. This podcast is designed to strengthen and encourage through a series of Bible-based practical talks. Welcome to the The Generation Podcast. This is Jim Ben Geldron, and I am podcasting here from Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. We have just finished our War of Special Forces tour before Thanksgiving. We finished in Riverview, Florida, and wow, we just had a great week there. So grateful for all the Lord did. I'm hoping some from Riverview are tuned in here to the D-Generation podcast and some of you that have been in some of our War of Special Forces over this fall. Certainly looking forward to the spring as well. We'll start in Tampa, Florida at Westgate Baptist Church, their Christian school there in mid-January, and proceed all the way to Pennsylvania before we finish in early May. So we're excited about the Lord's work and what God's doing. But I've been on a series, if you've been with us at all, you know I've been on the series of My Journey. I just thought some autobiographical material might help. I think I'm getting that word uh, out a little bit better. But um, just some things about my life that I know I look back and see God's hand in and some things God was teaching me as I was taking steps to follow His, His calling on my life. And uh, today, I'd like to deal with a very important issue, and that is the issue of my journey in regard to my family. Of course, you know, as you grow up, you kind of in the back of your head know one day, most likely, I'll be a father, I'll be a husband. Uh, It's not that you think a lot about it, but you realize that particularly being a father is coming. Obviously, uh, when I got married, I assumed that I would be a father. And I mentioned in my last podcast, my journey concerning getting my God-leading uh, in getting me the right one uh, in marriage and how important a journey that is in finding the right one and then recognizing how important that wife will be in your life and your ministry. And certainly my wife has just been an unbelievable ministry partner, assisting and encouraging me in the Lord's work and then being a very important part of that work. I uh, mentioned some of that last time. But one of the things, of course, marriage brings is it brings the mother of your children and uh, cannot emphasize how important that is, even as you're praying, that you recognize that the, the spouse that you bring uh, into your life is going to be an important part of your children's lives. And um, I'll reference that a little bit later. But I want to start with a verse that you probably all have heard. It was actually my mother's favorite verse, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, uh, and uh, lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. And, um, you know, the Lord leads you. Sometimes you don't even realize that as you're trusting the Lord and not leaning to your own understanding, you're just saying, okay, God, I believe this is what you want me to do, and you begin to follow him. Uh, He does direct your paths, and it's a remarkable thing. And one of the most remarkable things is obviously the children that he gives you. And my wife and I got married fully expecting children to come into the picture fairly quickly. That did not happen. Uh, We had our first miscarriages. We got married in the summer of 84, had our first miscarriage uh, in, I believe it was 1985. And um, then it wasn't long after that we began to realize we may be having trouble when it comes to having children. And one doctor even told me after several years, just get used to it, you're probably not going to have children. And I believe at that point that it's very important for the husband to really take the burden of that thing. And, uh, you know, the Bible says Isaac entreated the Lord, entreated the Lord for his wife, Rebekah. And, of course, the Lord heard Isaac's prayers. 
And I don't know how to explain it. I just sensed in my heart that God was going to give us children in his time. Little did I know that from our marriage to the first child would be over 11 years. But uh, I obviously realized that was God's perfect will. We're obviously traveling, a lot going on in our lives. And uh, we had five miscarriages, my wife and I did. We uh, recognized, again, as we worked through things, that uh, having children was going to be miraculous. Of course, I believe it's a miracle no matter what, but ours was going to be uh, a difficult situation, and we were going to need to see God's intervention. And there's several things I could say along the way, but one of my favorite stories is in probably 1988. We'd been married about four years. I'm guessing that's the right year. I called my uncle up. My uncle was uh, at that time taking care of my grandmother who had been slipping in the arena of uh, either Alzheimer's or dementia. Uh, when I, she lived with my aunt, I had more interaction with her. And I, I, she'd repeat herself. She'd tell stories twice. But she was still grandma and the, the personality. But um, I remember calling him. I hadn't seen her in a while. She, he was taking care of her in Florida. And I called him up and said, Uncle Bobby, would it be okay if I came and saw Grandma saw, for a while? And he said, well, Jim, I don't recommend it. She has gone downhill so badly she won't know your name. She won't even seem like the same person. I would encourage you just to remember as she is. But I'd wanted my grandmother to be able to pray for us that we'd have children. That's something that never occurred. And so I told him that. And he, of course, said she can still pray, but that's about all she can do. And she doesn't really even remember a lot of people's names and, and whatever. And she said he, he said she doesn't even remember God's name. She calls him that good fellow, but she can still pray. It was quite an unusual situation because my grandmother was known for her prayer life, but her, her mental state had gone down that she names were difficult for her. But I said, you know, Uncle Bobby, I'd still like to meet with her. So he arranged it. I, I remember coming into the room, and I'll be honest with you, I was shocked. My mother, grandmother was a shell of the woman I once knew, and I tried to explain who I was. Uh, I'm Jim, your grandson, the third ch- grandchild of your son, Wayne. I tried to explain it all. I could clearly see she wasn't getting it. We had a meal together. It was like sitting next to a stranger, a very odd thing. But at the end, I thought, you know what? I came here to get Grandma to pray. I'm told she can still pray, so I'm going to try. So I explained again who I was and tried to explain the situation, and she prayed. I don't remember being impressed by the prayer. To be honest with you, I don't remember the prayer. But I do remember when she was done praying, it seemed like for about three seconds, God let her return. Her little cute personality came back to the way she turned her hand, and she looked at me, and she said, you've got it. And my uncle looked at me and said, Jim, don't worry about that prayer. You're going to have children. I've never known my mother to say you've got it without God not uh, uh, answering that prayer in time. And I just tucked that in the back corners of my heart. And uh, 1995 came around, and my uh, daughter Stephanie was born in 1997. Jana was born in 1999. Annalise was born. I have three daughters. And I remember in the early 2000s, my uncle had come up to Wisconsin to say goodbye. He just sensed in his heart he was not going to live very long. He was a paraplegic, was in a terrible accident in his 20s. He lost use of his legs at that time. He was um, doing very well physically, but uh, somehow he just sensed he, he needed to come say goodbye. It was not long after that he actually did go to heaven. But uh, he was up in, uh, up in Wisconsin where we lived for a while. And I remember one of the conversations I had with him. I said, Uncle Bobby, you remember when Grandma prayed we'd have kids? And she said, you've got it. Uh, He said, yeah, I sure do. He said, did I ever tell you what happened afterwards? I said, no, you haven't. He said, after you kids left, and he said, that's, of course, when I was a lot younger, when I was called, somebody called me a kid. But anyway, he said, after you kids left, he said, "Um, uh, I looked at your grandmother, and I said, Mom, 
Why did you tell the kids you've got it? And my grandmother looked at my uncle and said, one, two, maybe three. Sometimes I tease with my daughter, Annalise, you're maybe three, and I'm thankful that God let her be number three because she has been a tremendous blessing. I'm thankful for the children that God has given me, and they have been a tremendous blessing to me. Sometimes, I don't know how to explain it, their lives are a challenge and a rebuke to me, and I realize that they, they each have a walk with God. Let me just say a couple things about this, my journey concerning kids. Um, one of the things my wife has done in raising our daughters is she really did every day uh, as when they became cognitively able, gave them a time to spend time with the Lord. It, at the first, it was very basic, even when they couldn't read. She gave them a picture Bible, but she began to teach them to spend time with God every day, and that has been a very important part of their lives, and I'm certainly grateful for it. Also, the ministry. They've been involved in the ministry as we've traveled. Uh, they've been... Uh, co-captains when they got older, but they watched things happen. They attended campfire service and heard the testimonies. Uh, they've been a part of selling t-shirts, just the whole thing. And uh, the, the ministry itself, just being involved in that kind of ministry, I know has touched their lives. And I've been proud to see them continue on with a ministry heart. And uh, they have been a tr- tremendous delight to me. And I thank the Lord for, for each one of them. They're totally different. And yet they, uh, they have tremendous skill sets, and they have different skill sets, and I'm thankful for their personalities. And I, I tell them from time to time, there's nothing I would change about you except your sin. That's it, because I'm so thrilled with how God made them. They've been a great delight to me. And if I had any advice in child rearing, and I'm not any expert, I will tell I tell young parents many times, well, love them to death and don't let them get away with anything. And I believe that's the way God is with us. Whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. He doesn't let us get away with anything, even the Son in whom he delighteth. And that's the fact. He loves us unconditionally. He delights in us. And it's in that context that he corrects us. And I believe that's the key to parenting as well. And and it's certainly been a delight to see these uh, girls get a heart for ministry, have a heart for God. And I have considered parenting one of the great privileges of the human experience and it continues to be a great blessing, and, and uh, my daughters are a great blessing to me and an encouragement. And I want to encourage you, young people, to be a blessing to your parents. And to um, you know, parent is perfect, but you can be a blessing to them. Uh, thankful when uh, there's something that comes to your heart that you can thank them for, thank them uh, for whatever it is, because I know that will encourage them. But it's a great journey in um, life, and one of the blessings of following the Lord is to see him direct your path. So one of those things is giving you exactly the right children at the right time. And I pray that now for, for my future generations, that the right children will be born at the right time, about ready. My oldest daughter is about ready to give birth to um, our first grandchild, and her, that's Stephanie, and she's married to Ryan Swanson. Some of you listen to Satisfied. That's my son-in-law who does that. And we're certainly proud of Ryan and proud of Stephanie and the ministry that Lord is giving them as they're now moving, uh, taking the next generation forward and reaching young people with Bible truth. But um, I just want to say to each person out here that uh, trust the Lord. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. And it's a delight. Just you you can't outdo God. He does great things. And I will tell you, young person, it's worth it just to be totally surrendered to the will of God and to be totally dependent upon His grace to live it, and you'll not regret uh, following the Lord. 
Thanks for joining us for this episode of the The Generation Podcast. If you've been blessed or helped in any way by this episode or any other episodes, please consider sharing what God has done in your life. Your testimony could be exactly what someone else needs to take their own step out of the boat. To share your testimony, please visit thegeneration.org slash testimony. That's T-H-E-E generation.org slash testimony.